Hey everyone, welcome to the Happy Flosser podcast. My name is Billy Lunt. I am your host, and I am here to talk to you about all things dental hygiene to support you on your journey through the dental hygiene program. Welcome, so glad to have you. In this episode, we're going to talk about ways that you can be best prepared in the clinical setting to make for the very best experience for the patient, as well as for you, the clinician. Think about a good day in your clinical setting, and I'm sure we've all had a couple celebrations. Think about all the things that went well in order for you to have a good day in clinic. Now I want you to think about maybe a bad day you had in clinic. When you reflect on that, think about what went wrong to cause you to have what was considered a bad clinic session. In this episode, we're going to talk about many of the things that you can do as a clinician to make sure that you have more good days than bad days in the clinical setting. Ways that you can strategize your appointments and things for you to consider in order to be the best version of yourself, even when you're running behind. Hopefully, we can talk about some of the tips and tricks necessary for you to use and learn so that you can reduce fatigue and burnout that can sometimes happen in this profession. One of our biggest challenges when we are trying to provide comprehensive care in the clinical setting is time. You may feel as though there is never enough time to do everything that is required in an appointment sequence. And this is especially true when it's your first semester seeing patients, your last semester seeing patients, your first job, or even as you are a seasoned professional dental hygienist, time is always the challenge. It feels as though there's just never enough time to do everything that's required in an appointment sequence. And oftentimes, this feeling is like being on a treadmill. It's very intense at times, and sometimes you just are rushing around or feeling a little bit overwhelmed. We're going to have a discussion about some of the ways that you can take control of your appointment time. This will help you manage your stress, manage your time, and still have the opportunity to provide comprehensive care to every patient that you see. Consider the steps that have helped you have smooth and effective clinical sessions while you've been enrolled in school. One of the best things that you can do as a clinician is to be effective with no surprises, is to have good preparation skills. Reviewing your patient's record in advance of your appointment goes a long way at helping you prepare for the appointment. If your patient has a complete record, it's a great idea to review the previous medical records, find out what the blood pressure and vitals were, as well as any medications that the patient was taking at the time of their last appointment. This is the benefit of seeing a recare patient. Review the radiographs that have been taken and make the determination of whether or not the patient needs to have updated radiographs based on their risk factors. Preparation before the appointment allows you the opportunity and the time 
to gather or obtain additional information that's needed for your appointment. Perhaps you need an updated A1C for your diabetic patient, and this would require a call to the physician. Or maybe there are radiographs that were recently taken at another office. Having time before the patient is sitting in your dental chair allows you the opportunity to access and gather the information that you need before the patient is here at the start of the appointment. Another aspect that you have control over as a clinician, in addition to preparation, is organization. This is an equally important skill. When you have reviewed your patient's chart ahead of time, it provides you with the opportunity to know what you will need to use in your setup or your operatory and how to begin in your appointment in a very organized way. You want to take the time to set up everything that you're going to need and keep your tray in good order. Be sure that you have all the supplies that you need off the cart to allow for a seamless transition to your appointment completion as well as your doctor exam. When the doctor arrives in your operatory to do an exam, you want to be sure to have your tray well organized, a clean mirror, and perhaps some gauze so that the instruments are readily accessible and if the doctor needs some gauze, it's right there for them. Do your notes as you go and be ready at the doctor exam to add to the notes if the doctor provides you with any information or findings that should be noted. Being organized from the start to the finish of the appointment sequence provides you, the clinician, the opportunity to stay on time and remain comprehensive and systematized with your care. You want to be sure that you arrive on time. So if you're working in a dental office, you're going to get there with plenty of time to be prepared and organized. And also on days in clinic in school, when you are seeing patients, you want to be sure that you're very punctual. Arrive early enough so that you do not have to rush. You want to start your day off in a relaxed state. Give yourself enough time to be prepared without having that added stress. Get all of your paperwork in order. Have the correct patient's chart open at your unit, and you want to have all your radiographs available prior to doing anything with your patient. And you can just minimize your radiographs down on the taskbar so you have everything ready to go as far as your patient's chart. And when you're punctual and you're allowing yourself plenty of time to get ready, it allows things to just go smoother. It allows you to have plenty of time to think and review all of the setup that you've put. It makes sure that you give yourself enough time to actually prepare and be organized. I cannot stress punctuality enough. Anticipation is a really great strategy in order to help you with your time management and improve the flow of your appointment sequence. So what does it look like to be able to develop your anticipation skills? You want to minimize unnecessary steps by maybe you're going to keep extra barriers handy for yourself. Have a handpiece and fluoride just in case you finish your appointment. 
make sure you have a clinic exam kit for your second screening if you're seeing back-to-back -back screening patients. So you have the next setup all ready to go and you know where everything is. Anticipate the instructor's needs when they come over and have that document on top of your clipboard. You know what they're gonna look at first and second and third. Have the x-rays and the perio chart readily accessible. You wanna make sure your care plan is completed so it doesn't slow you down with the number of steps. You might even wanna print your referral letter if you anticipate that you're going to finish your patient that day. And when you're waiting for an instructor or out in private practice, you're waiting for the doctor, you wanna keep busy with doing things like home care, uh, completing your treatment notes, asking the patient about their next appointment, and all kinds of other multitasking scenarios that you can do in that time when you're waiting. You wanna get into the groove by developing a sequence or a pattern in how you do the process of your appointment. And whether that's instrumentation by maybe you start in one area of the mouth, maybe you do all the buccal surfaces of the right side and the lingual surfaces of the left side, and then you switch positions and you do the lingual surfaces of the right side and the buccal surfaces of the left side, and you save all the anteriors for last. Whatever your sequence is, um, consciously develop a sequence or a pattern for yourself to minimize your movement, um, lots of movements and lots of changing of instruments to help develop a good sequence that makes you more efficient. And same way, same goes with radiographs or sealants or when you're taking impressions. Any one of these appointments, you want to develop a sequence to help you get very efficient at it. One of the key things that you can do with digital radiographs is not take the sensor out every time you take an image. And I know this is really hard when you're first learning, but when you are developing a sequence or a pattern in radiology, one of the best things you can do is try to take one or two radiographs before taking the sensor out of the patient's mouth. And there's lots of helpful videos online that you can watch somebody do that. It is possible. And I know there's those um, patients that are challenging with tori and that are gaggers and that makes it a little more limiting. I'm talking more broadly, more big picture when I'm talking about developing a sequence or pattern, what you do most of the time. Developing a pattern is very important in becoming a very efficient clinical dental hygienist. And this is why as you work through the dental hygiene program, you are specifically structured to work in specific areas of the mouth as your skills develop. When you reach the end of your program, you will be leaving and going off out into the world and you will be forced to develop your own patterns consider what works in an efficient way. But know that we provide you with guidance as you are learning and developing your clinical skills for the reason stated that having a pattern and being focused on that pattern really helps you maintain efficiency and stay organized. And this is why as your skills develop, that changes as you work through the dental hygiene program. Be sure that you're using sharp instruments. And whether that means that you have to sharpen those instruments in a segmented time during the day, 
or if you sharpen them before each and every appointment. Um, it helps if you do have a stone at your unit so that you can sharpen as needed. Um, and it works differently for everybody. And that's why I say you have to develop a pattern. But one of the key steps in being organized and efficient is to have really sharp instruments. And I can't stress this enough. We take that extra time to sharpen our instruments and it goes a long way at us being effective in the process of um, our scaling for sure. So the likelihood is that if you anticipate and you always have a stone at your unit, it'll be easier for you to just grab that stone and sharpen those instruments before the appointment and just take those few minutes. It will really go a long way at helping you stay efficient. Time management comes down to this number one key strategy. Be mindful of all aspects of the practice and how your actions and choices affect others. You are a team of individuals, right? Team, together everyone achieves more. There are other patients on your schedule. There's front office people that have their own stresses. The doctor has his own schedule or her own schedule. And there are other team members that have responsibilities. It's not all about you and your schedule, but if you are prepared, organized, punctual, and you're able to anticipate and use good strategies and preparation, you will not be so stressed out and you will be an effective member of your team. You'll be able to help others manage their challenges that they face in the day, and you will have a much better outcome of how your patient experiences are, as well as the experiences that you have together as a group. Whether this is your first semester seeing patients, your last semester seeing patients, or if you're already working in the field, all of the parts of this episode can be applied and reevaluated. Be sure that you do some reflection on how you're doing with your preparation, with your organization with your time management, how well you're anticipating. Are you developing a good pattern? Are you continuing to find time to sharpen your instruments? Continually evaluate how you're doing, no matter where you are on your journey, so that you can continue to make small adjustments in some of those areas to improve your skills and time efficiency. This will help you reduce being overwhelmed, overstressed, and the opportunity to become burnt out. You want to make sure that you keep all of that stuff in check. And as you intentionally work on each of those skills to improve your efficiency and keep yourself uh, having a nice, smooth day, you will notice that those little incremental changes add up to a big difference overall. Thanks so much for listening. Join me next time while we take a look at prenatal development specifically for the dental hygienist. Developmental disturbances occur during the prenatal development phase and can be seen in the clinical setting. We'll take a look at the three periods of development and the five physiological processes involved with growth and development of the human body. This will be a great review for some and a great opportunity for others. I hope you join me.
I would invite you to ask any questions at all that you need answered. Sometimes questions come up when you're listening to this podcast. If you have a question, most likely someone else has the very same question. I'd be happy to answer it and would probably share it in a future podcast.